Bonjour. Bonjour. Well, welcome to Foreplay Matters. Because it matters. I'm Madame Boku, and you are? I'm Madame Wee. And today's topic is about audio intimacy and Willow Smith's directing a gig. Well, we don't know if she's actually directing or accepted, but... We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it <laughs> and get into how you feel about that. The yeah. fact that she's only 18 years old. You know, yeah, we'll that get emoji. into that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is audio intimacy? Is that a fancy word for a dirty talking? Dirty talking or phone sex. I, I would say the webcam girls mm -hmm. and... Phone sex. Are they still doing that today? Phone sex? The Remember the 1-800? Remember in the middle of the night by uh, 2 well, o'clock in the morning? You know, and now like, we do oh. this one-on-one -on -one phone sex. And then there's <laughs> that. I remember when I was coming up, there was a 212-987 number, and it was for phone sex. And you could be a party phone sex. It could be one-on-one -on -one phone sex. It was very exciting. Um, and yes, I admit that on a couple of occasions I called it. Really? Yeah, I wanted to see what was going on. And so what happened? So they had. Was it a female? It was a or female. Male. It was a male. It was a male. It was a male. It was a male. And then it was oh, me. <laughs> and I'm listening in. I'm just like, what's going on? Oh, so they're just talking they're and just you're listening. They're just talking and listening. And she's you giving, can't talk back. You can talk back. Oh, you can't talk you back. You can talk back. But most of the, what I heard was, you know, she would say, oh, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, putting my hand on your cock and feeling how hard But not you're realizing getting. you're a female. She was just talking to the men. I don't think she oh, knew okay. that I, I, I joined the call as well. Oh, because it was I think multiple that people on the call. It was multiple people that okay, were on okay. the call. And so, you know, you hear, oh, you know. <laughs> 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 so it's like phone sex orgy. It was a phone orgy. <laughs> <laughs> For people that have time management issues. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> so that was very exciting. You remember the movie Girl Six? Like I was obsessed mm -hmm. with the concept of, you know, uh, phone sex. Didn't have the nerve to do it myself, but I was always interested in listening in. And um, yeah, I get turned on by sound. So I'm a very aural, A-U-R-A-L person. <laughs> um, and like to hear, well, I'm the other way too, but you know, but that <laughs> one, the one with the A. Um, and, uh, but I was just fascinated by the movie and the concept and that um, someone could engage with another person and create this whole fantasy mm -hmm. um, for another person for a small fee. fee. <laughs> let's, let's put that in there exactly for a small fee. For a small fee, but it also translates into you know having phone sex with your man or your woman. Right, that's as what well. I was going to get into because it's like that's why I said, are they still doing phone sex? Yeah. I remember when we were younger, that was the thing. But now it's like FaceTime and yeah. Snapchat and all this other stuff that they're doing. So what are they doing? FaceTime sex now? I guess. That's so, the video sex I, the, now, like that, the webcam. I don't know. And so you guys let me know in the comments because I've never done this before. But <laughs> you have I would FaceTime like to, sex? Not FaceTime sex, no, I, no. Fa I FaceTime sex. Does it get recorded? That, um, does it, it doesn't record. Okay. I mean, pretty much it's like, it's kind of like because if you're not long distance or, you know, you don't see each other see, every I'll day. mess around and press the wrong button. It'll be a Facebook Live or something and everybody. From FaceTime, <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that. But but you can. Well, I hope you would. I don't. I think they'll censor that on Facebook I Watch or Facebook so. Live I or something would, like that. I just that. need um, even to take the button off IG TV or whatever. I don't think, you know, you, they have rules or whatever. But, mm -hmm. but back to audio intimacy isn't like 
Like, do you feel anyone can do that? Like, isn't words and the pitch and the tone, isn't that all important for a good setting the mood? Yeah, and I definitely a good think session? so. I think, you know, uh, for the most part, if you're good with words, that mm-hmm. you'll be great with really? this. If you have a vivid imagination, you'll be great with this. But I also think that um, those that might shy away from it or you know, they don't think that they're that great could get great. You can get training, you can read books, there's plenty of things. <laughs> we can help you, we can do a class. <laughs> well, you're good at dirty talk. But, I'm good at face, I'm good at the whole video thing and everything, but I, I can't do it for a long period because I start to laugh. Like, really? If I say something that's corny, or if he says something that's corny, I just, I break role because it's role plan. It's like role plan over the phone, it right? Is. Mm-hmm. I'm better at role plan in person. Okay. But, um, but yeah, dirty talk. It's like, I can do it. And, and you know, my lover is great at it. Like he's really good at it. So he's but. good at it or great. Good to great. Um, at it on the phone or in person. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he definitely like has the whole voice mm-hmm. and, um, he just knows what, like you said, he knows what words to say. Yeah. And then he, he knows what gets me off. Well, we know? talked about this a little bit in one of our prior shows. And um, what has worked for me personally is to actually um, describe things that are happening to me at that time or happening to him. Um, so, for example, I can feel, you know, you pulsating inside of me or I can feel your breath on my mm, neck or I yeah. can, you know. The um, details. The details, like the, the sheets are rubbing up against my back and I feel the heat and the friction um, and <laughs> making me hot and, you know, right. all, all of those. Where you can put yourself there. You put yourself there, right. but he's also or she's hearing what you're experiencing. And so it's really just describing what you're feeling. Um, the article that we got, um, it's from avn.com. Oh, we know avn. We know avn, and uh, avn knows us. us. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an article um, by a woman named uh, Amberly Rothfeld, and she's talking about um, tips on audio intimacy, and she basically um, speaks about what it is that and I just quite shared. quite lucrative. How much is she making a month? Uh, well, 10000 That's that's 10, a, that's a, a good money a game. a phone sex operator. <laughs> you know, I think I might so need to start doing that part time. So apparently they're still doing it. Apparently <laughs> they are still doing it, and it is quite lucrative. Right. Um, and you don't have to get naked, or you know. You know. Right, exactly. It's just you got to hone your verbal game or... One up your verbal, like you said, your words, ten thousand dollars a month, I can hone the hell out of my verbal <laughs> game. <laughs> but so she talks about um, if you're at a loss about what to say, describe what's going on around you. Um, how the sheets feel under your bottom. How does a cold wall contrast to that warm body rubbing against you? Um, ask questions about what you might do next and how to, how would it feel? So those types of things that just fill in the blanks for somebody. And um, and it's not just, you know, what you say, it's how you say it. You know, um, if you're a singer, you use your diaphragm, you know, go from low. Um, and, you know, and- Yeah, that deep voice isn't gets it? me every time. <laughs> It's the mm-hmm. deep voice. It's the the feel of whispers in your ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's getting into your head. You know, and um, and it's it can be. You know, uh, it can also be fetishized as well. Like some people really enjoy that. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like close your eyes and just kind of imagine and, and take yourself there. 
Um, I mean, and it doesn't just have to be describing your surroundings or an act of something. Um, it can also be if you and your partner know what gets each other off, mm -hmm. which we had discussed in a, you know, another episode of expectations and mm -hmm. stuff, knows what to, how to get you off. Like for me, you know, my lover can describe an act that he's doing as far as his occupation. Um, he's a blue collar worker and, you know, and, and, and works with his hands and, and just in a, he has that good work ethic mm -hmm. and I like a good, strong man that mm -hmm. has great work ethic and definitely works with his hands you know <laughs> so you, you know? can pretend you're whatever he works with with his hands um, and <laughs> yeah he's the mechanic and i'm the car and he's under that hood doing whatever he needs but the thing is describing what he's doing right gets me off because wow. it's like you say this hose or this pipe or this who you call the hose you know uh. or or something or inserting or tightening up i mean it's just the whole talk of it it's kind of like i then close my eyes and i associate what he's describing to me to something so you're transported yeah it's it definitely <laughs> are you transported right now uh, you know like. i kind of like went there a little bit <laughs> I had to pull myself back. Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Again, it's up in your, your verbal game. Um, the pitch, the tone, mm -hmm. um, slowing it down. Yeah. Not talk, you know, of course, not talking fast. Because if you're talking about blah, 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 right. that kind of will irritate like, you. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> but it's not you just, wanted to say something right. else. <laughs> but it's not, just, um, it's not just the words. It's also breath, yeah. you know breathing um, and uh, pacing your breathing as well um, with your lovers. Um, when we talk about audible, it's sound. It's, mm -hmm. it's whatever that sound is. So mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be relegated to, um, you know, a, a word or a conversation or, you know, or monologue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's slipping into a mental state. Yeah. It's, it's again, it's kind of that that mind fuck or that mental fuck, you know. Have you ever had an experience where somebody was talking too much or they didn't know what to say? What to say. <laughs> <laughs> that has happened to me. Do you, do you go help? Do you go jump in and save them? Or do you let them just, you know, it's so, fizz out? It's such a, a sensitive thing because they think. They doing something. <laughs> doing something. And, and you're just like, would you just shut the fuck up? You know? but, but you don't say that, you? Do don't you don't say that. You say it loud in your head. <laughs> <laughs> so you then, to mentally, telepathically <laughs> say, shut the fuck up. You know. Um, it's, that's so what do you do? Do you jump in there and then you say something to get it back on track? You or? could. You could. You could no, I'm saying have you because you like to dirty talk. I so. like to dirty talk, but they like to dirty listen. So it's usually not them talking. talking. It's, it's you. usually, yes, yeah. uh, okay. it's my show. So have you ever been there where it was like, uh, have you ever got caught up and didn't know what to say? Um, I've gotten caught up, but I usually know what to say. Um, I have been in experience where it's been the opposite, where I had a lover that was just talking too much, um, and it was just, it was awkward, and it was weird, and um, so I'll just say, you know, shh, shh, <laughs> shh. <laughs> I mean, I would think that you could probably say, okay, baby, or, you know, 
whatever it is, your little I just fetish you or you playful name that you I have for each you other. <laughs> exactly. Like, let's meditate right now. You know? Um, yeah, let's right. meditate right now. Let's channel our energy. <laughs> Our, our sexual energy. Right. And, and, um, and do you have any blockage, baby, anywhere? Your seven chakras. Yes, <laughs> your throat chakra is working overtime right now. You know, you know. So you got to kind of like transition them into something else. Either you talking or you saying, let's get ready to meditate. Yeah. Let's channel our sexual energy. Have you ever gotten a request for phone sex? And have you ever indulged in the request for it? Well, I haven't gotten a request for phone sex, but I mean, like I said, my lover, like every so often, because my voice is very sensual. Um, oh, so I've been told. If you say so I, yourself. I, so I've been Madam told. Wayne. But um, you know, to, to because I may be setting the tone or how our conversation is going, it's just like, okay, we want to switch to video chat um okay. so because he now wants to see me you know um, okay so but it never just stays audible um no <laughs> um no sometimes it does okay. but um but as far as like just someone requesting mm -hmm. to have phone sex with me no yeah no i, I haven't received that request. i have had that request before it's weird if you don't if you're not feeling that person like that um, so, <laughs> so would you, so would you follow through with it and charge them? No. I mean, I mean you me. say they said phone sex. Phone sex is a fee. You're always the businesswoman. I, I am. Shoot. If you're good at it, this woman is making $10,000 a month. I know. This is, I'm going to have to rethink right. this yeah. my life. Yeah, exactly. Actually. So if someone you didn't like or you weren't attracted to requested phone sex from you, would you do it and would you charge a fee? I would not charge a fee. Um, and I probably <laughs> would not do it. I probably said, well, that's not my thing or whatever, even though it might be my thing. Um, it really so you only do it with someone yeah, that, that I could get into. You're intimate with. Yeah, um, and that I could evoke all of the emotions okay, that are required okay. for, okay. you know, said phone sex engagement. <laughs> <laughs> But how can one get into this industry if they wanted to? I, now, see, this is this is a question here, and I, I think I'm going to be going over this article once again. She's actually teaching a class, oh. um, so there's opportunity there. And um, so go to the the website and um, avn.com and check out Amberly Rothfield teaching a class. Um, it looks like she. I wonder if you can, I'm sure she probably has videos or something. She has videos, but I'm sure others do. I yeah. mean, I'm sure you can Google or go on uh, webcam, porn cam. I'm sure Pornhub allows you to do it. <laughs> the reason why I'm saying it because, you know, we have friends that have decided to do their own videos and then put it on Pornhub, and I'm, like, shocked because it's like, and, and I'm, oh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> We'll talk, about, we'll talk about that later, but um, it might have been a fantasy or something. But, um, but the thing is, because Pornhub is so open yeah. and you got the webcam girls, I mean, that's a big thing. You yeah. know, in the industry, it's like the webcam girls, I think, are making more than the adult entertainment film yeah. girls. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a huge industry. And I mean, as you know, just the sex, health, and wellness business is a it's $24 billion industry and the numbers are going up every day. So, you know, there's lots of room to make money if um, you're looking to get into that business. We are not endorsing that at all. 
<laughs> but there are articles here, and I'm sure that you can find a good. Yeah, I'm sure you can find a good article, um, or a, um, a, a an introduction uh, class uh, on YouTube or Pornhub, as my partner has just mentioned. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that it's um, it's also it seems to me that it's sexually liberating, you know, for probably because think about it, you're not you're not taking your clothes off, right? Um, you know, it's not a part of, I guess you can say the sex trade as far as prostitution. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's just phone sex. What harm is that? I mean, it sounds like it's helping some people if they keep calling. Right. She's making making money. (laughs) We keep going back to she is making money. Right. Exactly. (laughs) But uh, do you think, I think that it could also be healthy in in the context of a relationship and so you know as we well, and also because you probably aren't giving your name mm-hmm. you know no one knows who you are um it's in the privacy of you know your studio or your home or your bathroom wherever you're doing this at you know <laughs> in the middle of the night you'd be like mm-hmm. honey let me go take a bathroom break real quick. but <laughs> um, you, gone so long? you know right. but if you're shy mm-hmm. i'm sure it probably builds self-confidence yeah. and self-esteem yeah. you know yeah so um so kudos to her. Kudos. And mainly because, like you said, I'm a serial entrepreneur. So um, <laughs> You see money. She, yeah, everywhere. exactly. I'm like, whoa, she's making 10000 a month. Like, that was the first thing I saw, money. Right. Um, so it is a business. It is it's definitely a lucrative business. business. Um, and, but also, you have to be engaging, and you also have to get into the mindset of, whoever it is that you're engaging. So it's not about what your fantasy is, but you also engage them into, well, tell me what it is that, you know, why are you calling? What are you uh, interested in? What do you, you know, what kind of fantasy can I fulfill right. for you tonight? Right. Um, you know, those types of things, rather than just kind of reaching in the air right. and trying to figure and out And giving what that attention to, to your customer. Because yeah. you have to understand you have a customer, <laughs> right? <laughs> and they may do a customer satisfaction survey. <laughs> Rate this, you know, five stars for this. Right. But, um, yeah, so that you can continue to do that erotic pleasure Mm -hmm. play experience for that customer. So they keep coming back so you can continue to make the money that you were making. Um, You got to stay on your A game. You got to stay on your verbal word game. Right. Buy a thesaurus. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. So this next article, which, you know, we talked about this a little bit, and I'm like, really? Um, An adult film um, producer um, based on, um, I think something was on Willow Smith's, I don't know if it was on Red Table Talk or Mm -hmm. if she mentioned it. They were talking about porn. Yeah, um, it was that. It was um, the Red Table Talk uh, episode, um, and she actually discussed the topic of porn with her mother and her grandmother. Um, and she talked about how she had um, first viewed porn at 11 years old um, and that um, <laughs> the mama, um, Jada, uh, mentioned that she had seen a collection of hardcore porn on her daughter's Tumblr page. I did check out the Tumblr page. I didn't buy the porn. Um, so I don't know if it was removed or if I just didn't do a deeper enough research. On but kids, but the thing, okay, but let's go to one appropriate inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Very inappropriate because of age, right? Right, and as a parent, I'm sure Jada was like. Oh. However, mm-hmm. as a consumer, mm-hmm. you know, even though we're parents, but we're adults. But you know, I sometimes have to stop because I've experienced this with my child mm-hmm. as well. You know, and have to stop and say, okay, one now he's male, she's female. Now 
I would expect that a little more from boys because just think back when we were younger, boys were looking at the porn magazines and porn and experiencing, um, you know, sex um, young um, and so forth. Now today, the kids have access because of the internet um, and technology. Mm -hmm. They have access to this. Um, but the conversation we had, like, like I was like, oh, wow. I expected of a, a boy, mm -hmm. but not a girl. Well, like, and I chimed in that one of my first, my earliest experiences with learning about sex was my mother used to read uh, a magazine um, called Forum, Forum Magazine, and it wasn't a graphic visual like Playboy or Hustler, um, but it was more um, story oriented. And so you would read all of these like fantasies and, and it would conjure all of these things. First of all, what's this doing under my mother's bed? But second, um, <laughs> when's the next edition coming? Um, so I was very, very interested at a very early age, and I want to say that it was preteen. Um, age that I was reading some of these things, which led to my curiosity about sex. Um, at the time, Dr. Ruth Westenheimer um, had a radio show, and so I was listening to the radio show, which I loved, and it's really one of the reasons why, you know, I do what I do today is because she was teaching about different aspects of sex, and these are all things that I really didn't have any experience with, but my interest was peaked after I had read the magazines and such. Okay, so you read the magazines, you listened to the Sex Talk um, radio show with Dr. Ruth. Now, did that lead to you actually watching porn? Oh, yes. Okay. Absolutely. And absolutely. so you were, because she saw hardcore porn. You yeah. were watching hardcore porn at yeah. a young age. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For now, sure. did that lead to you now saying, okay, I need to scratch that itch, and now you want to experience sex? Well. At a young age? What it led to is masturbation. Mm -hmm. That's what it led to. Mm -hmm. And so, um, funny story. Um, my grandmother was a hairstylist and she had this machine that she used on her clients that was a massage hair, a scalp massager. And so I stole the machine. <laughs> because, because, because you couldn't go ask for a vibrator. Because I couldn't go ask for a vibrator. <laughs> and so I, and I stole it and I used it. Somehow I knew that if I just put it back here, <laughs> that it would feel good. And so I would read the magazines, I would masturbate, um, and this, this all, happened at an early age. I, I want to say maybe maybe about the same age, 11, 11 12, 12, 13. Um, so it's not odd to me that she, she's, that she would, had an interest, especially because she's exposed to a lot more things than most kids, kids her age, right. I would imagine. And, you know, her parents are in the news all the time, and, you know, they talk about, um, you know, we've had this conversation, the, the uh, open marriage and, you know, um, their sex lives. And so... You can't hide that from a kid. It's in, you know, it's, it's good. Well, I mean, and also because they're, they're actors, yeah. you know, and so they see, you know, the roles that they play mm -hmm. on screen. And, um, and most of these kids that are, you know, of famous parents, um, they're invited into a world that um, is constant. Yeah. Um, so it's very hard for them to turn off. Yeah. They see things, they hear things. Um, so, however, but you're saying that's Willow in a very famous family, but you also experienced the same thing I did. from a not um, famous family. We were far so, from famous. Exactly. <laughs> so at the end of the day, this is, um, so when I say inappropriate or appropriate, you're saying, no, this is appropriate. I'm not saying it's appropriate. I'm saying it is. 
That's what I'm saying. I'm you're saying, saying that it, it is just, what? It, it, it just is. It just is. It just it is. Just is. Right. So it's going to happen yeah, regardless. It's going to happen. Um, you know, the, the great part about my curiosity was that my mother spoke to me about sex at a very early age. I want to say about seven years old. Right. And so, Mine you know, well. I knew the birds and the bees and flowers in the trees and all of that. Um, and thought that I, I was the smartest thing in second grade. I just knew that I <laughs> killing it. Um, but um, so I had some exposure to it, and it's a natural curiosity. Right. Um, and if there are stigmas that are put on sex, especially with regard to you know um, young children or uh, communicating with your kids. Um, then they will find ways to figure out how yeah, to get to it. Yeah, they'll find ways. And I mean, and, and it's easier now, like you said. Yeah, I mean, and your your kids are grown now. Mine is not. He's a teenager now, um, but I've experienced this with him preteen as well as well as go now going through the teenage yeah. growing pains. Um, he's going through growing pains. I'm going through growing pains right. <laughs> as a parent. But um, but you have to communicate with your kids and meet them where they're at, yeah. you know, because you don't want to give the wrong message that sex is bad right. or it's unhealthy because sex is very healthy. Mm -hmm. um, you just have to have that making the right decisions, what's appropriate, what's inappropriate, safe, mm -hmm. safety, um, and so forth. Now with Willow, because this um, adult film producer was taking it a step further. This is where we were having the conversation because pretty much she put it out there and pitched to Willow to have her director's debut of directing a porn video right. at 18 years old because of this talk on um, Red Table Talk. Yeah. That's what we were having the conversation and earlier about. Yeah. Appropriate or inappropriate? For me, it's just weird. Um, and, and I want to say, I don't know what the, the demographic, um, age is of directors of porn movies. Right. Um, you, I don't know in my head, I think old middle-aged white man. Um, but, we're, but, I guess we're assuming, right? but it's, it's so many different things and so many different aspects. There are women that are creating porn and, um, and they keep, and they create different genres. There are young people that are creating porn. It's just, I think that for me, I'm stuck in my head that it's Willow, you know, um, and that not not America's, you know, daughter. I know, sweetheart. <laughs> not Willow and Jada's not baby. Willow, not the baby. Yeah, no, right. not the baby. Cute little Willow. Um, but um, well, I understand that they pitched it to her. She has not responded. So you she know, has not responded. Has so not responded, we will put that so out we, there. We will put it out um, there. But I will say that. Um, what Willow said was an artsy, yeah. artistic, yeah. because she is an artist. Um, she's a creative. Her brother, I think, did a docu-series on mm -hmm. water mm -hmm. in for Flint, Michigan, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, you know, they're they're trying to get into, bring out their creative side mm -hmm. and um, and so forth. And she did say an artistic piece. Mm -hmm. So so a part of me, like you said, because it's like, oh, no, Willow, you know, she's 18. And right. you kind of take on, like, that's your daughter, right? right? And it's like, no, no, but and no. Grown. But she's 18. Yeah. Um, and, um, and so my initial response was inappropriate. Mm -hmm. But 
Then if you look at the other side of it, you play devil's advocate, if you look at the other side, she said artistic in the fact that we just had a conversation that kids are doing it. Right. They're looking at it at 11 or 12. Yeah. I mean, you, we don't want to get into child pornography no, because then that becomes a legal issue. Right. Um, I, mean, I mean, of course, they're going to have the right attorneys on so that none of that, they cross the line or so forth. But the fact that she's 18 and she does something very artistic and clean and educational <laughs> is that appropriate mm -hmm. so that because the kids are looking at it anyway do we want them to have an do we want them to have an educational artistic um piece that can help parents because they live in a social media world mm -hmm. have that conversation um, between social media and sex and what we need to have mm -hmm. um versus our kids looking at hardcore porn right well, that's the shocker. It's like when you catch your child <laughs> and watching hardcore porn, it's like, whoa, it's, yeah. you kind of take a step back and you feel like somebody just, you know, punched you in your gut, you know? So <laughs> it is shocking um, because it's such an adult natured um, theme, of course. And of course, you want your kids to be your babies all the time. And so, right. you know, um, as you mentioned, you want them. You want to have the conversation where they are um, so that they know that, um, one, for me at that age, uh, it's inappropriate, you know, for you to be watching this. If you're going to watch it, I want you to understand that um, this is fantasy. This is not real intimacy between Correct. two, you know, adult human beings um, that are functional in the world. Uh, it was a set of people that, you know, there's 20 people on the set. Um, there's hot lights that are on them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's take one and there's a script. There's take take 110. Right. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's not pleasurable, and so you know to be aware that this is not real, and right. so uh, and and then have a conversation after that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you know, audience, definitely tune in um, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. And I hopefully you love this topic. Um, leave a comment, a like, a follow. Um, share, you know, share, share, share. Let people know. You know um, foreplay matters, um, and you can view us on YouTube and all the podcast outlets, as well as our website at secretsociety.life. Um, in our IG um, TV is Secret Society Life. Yeah, we're we're kind of in there. The place. We're, we're everywhere. The place. You we're can find everywhere. us. <laughs> right, exactly. So tune in every Wednesday at seven, and thank you for joining us today. So thanks I'm so Madame much. Um, you have a, a takeaway to say? Yeah, my takeaway is au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs>